You're listening to the What the Chuck podcast with Megan Rage. The audacity of some people, I swear. So Brett's been up here working all day while I've been downstairs icing my back. We'll get to all of that. Um, And he just cleared out of here so I could have the office to record my podcast. Head still in a box. We'll get into that. I walk in the door and I see a pack of my stickers just laying on the floor. The disrespect. Brett sits in here and toys with them all day. Like, so he has, I need to get him one of those stress balls because, wow, I can't, that's like $100 worth of stickers just laying on the floor like a piece of trash. Chuck could have picked it up, took it God knows where, put it in the fireplace, we light it on fire, gone forever. Put your things away. Put my things away. Just kidding. (laughs) It's episode seven of the What the Chuck podcast with me, Megan Rage. Thanks for coming back again. Um, I actually got a lot of listens to my last podcast, Dickwad. Let me, um, yeah, I got a lot of listens and I think I know why. So if you didn't hear my last episode, stop right here, go back, listen to it, and then meet me back here. I basically went in on this radio guy. Um, I'm not going to get super into it because, I mean, you know I'm wordy and I'll just go off on a massive tangent. But I, um, I found out that on the thread of him talking shit to me, another radio guy commented and then they both went back and forth for a little bit saying that, um, actually, pull it up because I saved it. I wanted to get it verbatim. I didn't want to, you know, mess up on anything. So I took a screenshot. Let's see. Oh, here it is. So another radio guy um, hashtagged rage quit. And then the one that started all this beef wrote back, you beat me to it. And then the other radio guy said, I'll explain how I came up with the joke in episode seven of the podcast. I'm eventually quitting after eight episodes. And then the guy that started all this shorty on the radio, not my shorty, um, wrote, you couldn't at least make it to 10. So they're basically saying that um, I I tease stuff to talk about it in my next podcast, but my podcast isn't going to make it past episode eight. So this is episode seven. I can't wait till next week so I can give a big F you to both of those D bags. I blocked the other one. Ew. Like just douchey guys. Get the hell out of here with that. Um, disgusting. I can't wait till I have 108 episodes. I'm going to DM in the link and be like, screw you, dickwad. Uh, thanks for being the topic of episode six, which was 102 episodes ago. Hashtag math. Um, I do have to say, though, I had a really awkward moment after, well, I mean, how you handle it is what makes it awkward, but I'm, I'm, I'm guaranteeing that a lot of you are going to cringe right now. So <laughs> I put up a link to my last episode on Facebook. And you guys remember in the episode, I talk about um, the guy that was making fun of me. I talk about his banner on Facebook and how it it didn't look good. Um, If that's not ringing a bell, I believe I, and I quote, I could put a pen or pencil in between my butt cheeks and draw a better banner than what he has on his social media. Ah, I just moved to try to scoop my chair up and Oh, my back. Wait until you hear that story. Okay. (laughs) Um, This guy that I have a lot of respect for, um, his posts are funny. He's great on the air. He is just a social media genius. genius. He's actually made (laughs) some graphics for me before. Anyways, he commented on my post on Facebook and said, I made the banner, period. No emoji. 
felt real embarrassed. My face got like bright red for like 0.2 seconds. I was like, fuck, I feel really bad. I meant to, I just wanted to, I was grasping at anything to talk shit about. So I wrote back to him and I was like, you know, um, not everything can be a masterpiece. Listen to my episode four. My mics weren't even on. Like, you know, I have a lot of respect for you. I would never talk shit to you. If I would have known that he made that banner, I would not have said anything. But yeah, super awkward. Felt really bad that other people got caught in the crossfire. Didn't mean for that to happen. Whoops, my bad. That'll teach me to go off on someone the way that I did. No, but he deserved it though. (laughs) Oh my God. So yeah, thanks for listening to episode six and sticking around for episode seven. I will make it past episode eight. Um, I got some new stickers, by the way. So I told you guys I was waiting for a sale for holographic stickers. I was sending the sticker site hints. I was putting holographic stickers in my cart, making sure I was signed in, and then I was closing out of the page like, hey, sticker mule, why don't you send me a coupon code for these stickers that I want? And today I got my wish. I got 50 holographic stickers, I think for like 20 bucks. Um... These ones are going to have the new logo on it. So like an actual cartoon picture of me, a cartoon picture of Chuck. It's going to be holographic. It's going to be three by three upgrade, bigger than my current two by two. Super pumped about that. Um, I'm probably not going to mail these ones out all willy nilly because 50, I mean, I've probably mailed out around 50 of the what the chuck stickers my 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 old logo um so i'm probably gonna keep some put them around town give them to my close friends give them to my people give them to people that i won't know just like throw them away in the trash um but i'm gonna do some sort of giveaway for the new the new stickers once they come in be on the lookout for that if i do a giveaway if i decide to like mail like i don't know 10 or so. look at me over here like beyonce like buy, swipe up to buy merch <laughs> oh that's not a bad idea selling them for a dollar make some money back. I'm I'm telling you guys my, I'm going to inflate the price. Oh God. So yeah, I'm super excited to, um, to get those stickers in the mail. Um, something that I realized over the weekend, (laughs) I used to post, if you've, if you've been friends with me or following me for a long time, I used to post these like really long, well thought out, um, statuses on Facebook that used to be my thing like I used to post long statuses sometimes I look back on them and I'm like they're funny and sometimes I'm like wow you were doing the most it's extra embarrassing no wonder people used to like comment on you posting a lot on Facebook one of these days I'm gonna do an episode of just me reading back some of my Facebook statuses I could write a book with them I don't I've stopped posting these big massive Facebook statuses like you know something happens and now I just save it in the notes of my phone because I want to use it on my podcast So something happened over the weekend. Let's just, we're going to go through the weekend step by step. Oh, baby. Step by step, starting with Saturday. So Saturday, our plan was we were going to get up. We were going to go to the Touch of Britain or Taste of Britain. It's in North Highlands. It's an all English store. So normally it's... Normally, it's half a store and half of a restaurant. So um, we asked if we could order food to go. So we put in a to-go order for our fish and chips and like a something else. What was that thing called? Beef Wellington? No. Um, oh, man. What was that thing we ate? Hold the phone. I got to ask Brett. Come here. So I ate a Cornish pasty. Now Brett's going to come up and tell us a quick little lullaby. So the story behind it. Back in the day when the miners in Cornwall. Come closer. The what in Cornwall? The miners in Cornwall. They used to make what's called the Cornish pasty. And 
One side of it had like um, kind of like a, an appetizer. In the middle was beef and potato, and at the end was a dessert. Right. So it was like a lay, like a like a layer of courses. No, that one, what I got one. No, I know that's that. Just but that's that's where they started from. Right. Okay. A little history lesson from Brett. So it was a Cornish pasty, pa- pasty, pasty, whatever. I don't fucking know. Um, we, so we each ordered that. I ordered the fish and chips. He ordered the Cornish pasty. And then we, pa- pasty? Fuck. Um, and then we just kind of walked around the store. So this store is so cool. It had so many of the English things that Brett's, Brett always tells me about. But let me tell ya inflated as hell obviously it's like imported everything in there was so expensive when I tell you that we bought I don't know what would be like $38 worth of stuff at Rayleigh's was $238 that was also including our lunch though and then obviously with COVID we couldn't eat inside so we had to take it to go so we're getting ready to leave they hand us the food Brett Brett takes all the groceries and I take the bag of food so it's hot we're trying to get it home so that we can enjoy it we go to get in the car and normally when we get in and out of the car you can adjust the suspension so that the car's lower so it's not as hard to get out of we forgot to do that before we went into the English store so um I have this plate of these two plates of food I'm trying to get in the car which is high and not spill it and not fall because I'm clumsy as hell so I go to get in and I like crank my neck a certain way and I just felt this like shooting pain go down my neck and I was like oh I need a minute so we waited for a second for it to pass and then we started up the car and we drove home so I, th- I think everything's fine. I forget that I kinked my neck, like no big deal. We get home, I get out of the car. I just look like, you you know those old ass ladies that you see, I don't know, at Kaiser with like the orthopedic shoes bent over with a walker, like with their heads tilted up because they're trying to see what's in front of them. That is literally what I looked like. I couldn't move. I felt like, you know when you used to fall as a kid or I mean as an adult and um, you would fall on your tailbone and like your tailbone would be sore but you'd bounce back game strong because you were young. Yeah, that's what it felt like, only it was like excruciating pain. I couldn't move. I couldn't I couldn't sit up. So we eat our food and then I get straight on the couch and I did not leave for the rest of the day. We had ordered all these um, supplies from Chemical Bros to wash the car. We were going to come home. We were going to wash the car. Um, We were going to kill it. Like it was going to be, we had so much on the agenda. We had gone to the store. Actually, no, we hadn't gone to the store yet. Brett made me go to the store with him. He made me use the the shopping cart as a walker so that we could buy stuff for dinner. Brett ended up making the whole ass dinner. Like I did not do a damn thing. I'm getting ahead of myself. The whole reason that I started talking about this is because I wanted to tell you about something that happened in the car that I started to post as a Facebook status. And then I was like, wait a second, save it in your notes instead and um, talk about it on the podcast. So we're driving to the English store and uh, we have satellite radio right now. I think it's about to expire today. I wanted to call, oh no, it's the 14th. Okay, it didn't expire today. It expires sometime. I don't know when. I hope not. I hope that we get to keep it for a long time because I love Diplo's Revolution on there. It's like the best station. And then there's also like a throwback from like the early 2000s, 90s on there as well. So we were listening to that on the way to the English store. And um, B2K came on. So if you're listening to this and you've been friends with me forever or or you've known me for a long time or followed me or whatever, uh, you know that I used to love B2K. Like I, my whole room as a, as a teenager was wallpapered them. Um, they were my first concert. My screen names was B2K's girl, GRL143. 
had the most fire away messages ever. You know, the best song lyrics, Aaliyah, P Diddy, Puff Daddy, 3LW, like my crush got online. You know that meme that's going around right now and it talks about how like you get home and it's 2005, you get home on A and you get on AIM, your crush is there, you put up an away message. That was totally me. Anyways, I'm getting off track here. I loved B2K. So a B2K song comes on the radio. I'm about to reach and turn it up. Before I reach to turn it up, Brett goes to turn it up. And Brett doesn't really know like any type of like, hit, uh, like Brett's taste in music is real weird. So I would not expect for him to A, know who B2K is, B, turn it up. Because he never turns up my music, like ever. So he goes to turn it up and I'm like, you know what this song is? And he was like, yeah, I've seen them before in concert at what the, used to be this nightclub in Hull. And I'm like, excuse me, what? And he said, yeah, with my ex-girlfriend, Lauren, we went and saw B2K. I love them. And man, after my own heart, I'm like, you're lying. I said, I was obsessed with B2K my whole entire life, the whole time they were together. And then even after the fact, I'm like, I, if, 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 if I could have picked my perfect man, the last little asterisk on my list would say, Anne loves B2K. Like, it couldn't have been more perfect that Brett has not only seen them live, but loves them, knows the song, singing along, turned it up loud. Like, who would have thought? Who would have thought I would find a man that loves B2K? I'm going to see about getting some posters on the walls in our room. Whew, it's hot in here. I need a fan. I don't know if it's hot because my back's hurting or what. So back to that whole story. Uh, Brett cooks dinner. I'm on the couch all night. Don't do a damn thing. I take some pain medication to try to relieve the pain. And then the next day I went to the joint. Um, I was going to a different chiropractor, but man, my like membership, not membership, but like you buy more, you save more. So all the se sessions that I had bought had ran out. So I just stopped going and I needed something that was open on the weekend and that was, you know, a little bit on the le less expensive side. I know that I shouldn't be like trying to find a bargain for someone to work on my back. Like there, there's one things you don't try to find bargains for. It's sushi, tattoos, learned those both the hard way, and um, chiropractors. But obviously the joint isn't just like some cheap shit, whatever. It's a chain. I've seen a ton of people post from there. Um, I've heard about it. I know what they do. I know what it looks like. So I popped in there, got adjusted, felt better at first first but then like got stiff again I've just been all fucked up ever since the weekend um I've gone to the chiropractor now three times and today let me tell you he stuck his knee so far in my right butt cheek it felt good let me just say that it felt so good I'm gonna ask Brett if he can do that later <laughs> he's probably gonna take it too far so I've been out of commission all weekend didn't do anything that I had planned need help walking can barely wipe my own ass so going great 10 10 recommend my life right now on Sunday, though, I was feeling great right after the adjustment. I was walking normal. Brett was like, gosh, I can't believe that they can just like snap you and it feels better. So we decided to go um, to lunch. So we went to the Rhine downtown, sat outside. Outdoor seating was still allowed and got, you know, got ourselves a little grilled cheese, a little cheese board, sat in a corner away from everyone, but also next to the fan because it was hot as fuck outside. Let me tell you, um, that's enough. Here's the thing, and let me tell you, they're hand in hand, and I use them way too much in Facebook statuses, on Instagram posts, in this podcast. Let me tell you, though, eating outside is not the business when it's 106 degrees outside. I mean, it was miserable. We were eating the cheese board so fast because the cheese was about to melt if we didn't do that. So we're sitting at the Rhine, having a nice time, um, and all of a sudden, this couple gets sat behind us, and it's, uh, I guess, a brother and sister. The... Um, sister unbeknownst to me is blacked out I can't see them my back's to them Brett can see them but this guy kept facetiming other guys and like trying to like 
get get them to come over like oh, I'm with my sister right now but um yeah do you think I could come over afterwards and you know hook up he was talking about buying pills he was FaceTiming everyone and their mom. A lot of people hung up on him. He was out of control. He was like on FaceTime talking about, I've traveled the world. I've been to Ohio, Cincinnati, um, Minnesota. Bitch, you haven't traveled the world. You've traveled the United States of America. I finally turned around and got a look, got a look at him. He had one earring that was hanging around, hanging down. He looked like he was wearing like a Tommy Bahama shirt. He looked like a broke down pool party poppy. Not that pool party poppy isn't already broke down. If you don't know who that is, it's from, uh, uh, double shot at love Vinny and Polly D from the Jersey Shore they're in Vegas and one of the guys that's in the house with them is called pool party poppy and the the workers at the Ryan finally told him that they needed to leave because they were being he was being so loud just being so extra talking about New York California money is nothing compared to New York money I mean like five dollars in New York huh, that's not gonna get you anything like he was just over the top I can't even do a good impression because not even I can be that extra so we leave there, we come home, we're just relaxing by the pool, trying to enjoy some 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 sun. I'm just trying to relax my back because the water is the only place that it feels nice. That in the car. For some reason, when I'm sitting in the car, that lumbar support, support, man, really comes through because I feel okay in the car. I might sleep there tonight. I would sleep in the pool, but I don't want to drown. Also, there's hella bees in our backyard. We come back, we're in the pool. I'm inside icing my back and Brett's outside waiting for me. He finally talks me into getting my swimsuit on and going outside. And so once I go outside, he's like catering to me. He's like, do you want, do you want to get on the floaty? And I'm like, um, yeah, I guess the floaty would be nice. So he helps me get on the floaty and he's just like hanging onto it while we're sitting in the pool, kind of swimming under it whenever he gets hot. Tell me why in the shallow end of the pool, this fool tries to dive under, not from outside of the pool. He's in the pool and he goes to shoot down to dive under my floaty. You know, he's like playing like an only child playing a game with himself because I can't move. This fool hits the bottom, the ground of the bottom of the pool and comes up smiling because he just, he thinks that he's killing it and his whole face is bloody. And I'm like, Brett, and he's like, oh, my nose. I'm like, <laughs> like from Brady, a very Brady sequel or whatever. Oh, my nose. Or is that from the actual Brady Bunch? Anyways, not important. He comes up, blood's gushing everywhere. I was like, oh, my God. And then he starts to feel the pain. And so he gets out. I give him like a paper towel and stuff. And I'm like, all right, pool day's over. Let's get on the couch where it's nice and safe. Can't even be in the shallow end of the pool with clumsy ass Brett. Actually, he's not clumsy. No, he's not normally clumsy like that. I'm normally the clumsy one. So we come inside, we're chilling. Brett always likes to go to bed really early on us. Ah, my back. I can't, I, don't, I can't even pinpoint what hurts or what movement of mine hurts. Like I can move my left leg and feel it in like the right side of my back. And the chair that I'm sitting in is not comfortable. My head is still in a box because Brett tried to make me that other contraption earlier. To, in, <laughs> Brett, Brett tried to make, make me that other entanglement earlier today and uh, he snapped it in half, didn't work out. So I'm leaned forward with my head in the box on a hella uncomfortable ass seat. Okay, anyways, Brett likes to go to bed early on a Sunday. So we go upstairs, we get in bed. I'm kind of waiting for him to fall asleep because I'm trying to watch Insecure. I'm gonna get to that fucking obsessed with Insecure right now. And he's awake. This fool is like, no, I wanna watch something. And I'm like, okay, let me just watch one more episode of this. So the episode finishes and I kind of feel like he's drifting off. So I start the next episode and I'm, Brett's like, what are you doing? And I was like, watching another episode. He's like, I thought we were going to watch a movie. And I was like, oh my bad. We can, we can watch a movie. No big deal. Like I'll put a movie on. And he's like, no, you don't care about me. You don't over a movie. You don't care about me. You don't care what I want to do. 
you just want to watch what you want to watch. And I'm like, Brad, I'll, I, I thought you were falling asleep. So I, you know, sorry, my bad. I see that you're awake. You are very awake. What movie do you want to watch? She's like, no, forget it. I don't want to watch a movie. So I'm scrolling through Prime Video and looking for something to watch. And I'm like, oh, Twilight's on Prime. And Brad parks up and goes, Twilight? Yeah, I'll definitely do Twilight. Let's put Twilight on. Ooh, can we watch the whole saga? I'm like, well, not tonight. Because, you know, by the time we finish, it's going to be midnight. And then he looks at me and goes, are you Team Edward or Jacob? And I was like, Edward, obviously. What about you? And he said, oh, our paths all the way. So not only is he Team Edward, he loves Twilight and he loves B2K. I mean, he has his faults. We have our moments. Life isn't always peaches, but man, if I could make up the perfect man, I mean, he's checking all the boxes. Loves cats now. B2K, big Twilight fan. What, I mean, what else do you really need in a healthy, strong relationship? Longevity, Twilight, B2K. I really think it's the it's the secret, the key. <laughs> no, but seriously, I was so pumped. I didn't know that he was obsessed with Twilight. I mean, I knew he liked it, but he like really likes it. Singing all the songs, saying all the words, like he's he must have watched it a million times. Um, so we finish it, we finally go to sleep. Bam, wake up and it's Monday. I had plans to go take pictures yesterday. Um, when it comes to promoting my podcast, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I don't really have like many graphics. Like I haven't found like when things start to reopen, I want to start doing things with Front Street again. Like I want to create staples in my show, but so I'll have more things to post about. But for now, I'm just kind of like, here's a screenshot of the episode up on, you know, Apple. I don't really know what to do. I'm like, God, I wish I was one of those girls that just had a plethora of random pictures around town where they look beautiful and it looks candid and I could just throw it up with a caption. Obviously, I'm not going to include like song lyrics and make it stupid. But, um, you know, I just wish I had like some type of photo vault. Well, I used to have one of those, but you know what I'm saying. Um, you know, a photo vault where I could grab pictures from to promote different things about the podcast. So I was talking to my friend Sylvia about this. I worked with her at Fuego. Well, it's not that we don't still work there. We're just both furloughed right now. And so I was talking to her about it. I was like, how do these bitches do it? How are these bitches out here in the streets just like with hella pictures? And Sylvia was telling me that these real deal influencers like bring tripods out with them. No shame. Just are, you know, photographing. I almost just said photographing photographing, you know, whenever they want to because they have this tripod. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'll do it. I'll get that desperate and just go out here with a tripod. I mean, what do, what do I care? But I'm also not, that means I would have to buy a camera. I don't got that many outfits. Like I, I started to started to realize how real this was. And Sylvia was like, well, you know, I can take pictures of you. And we were talking about going out to the sunflower field that everyone's been posting about in Davis or Dixon. We kind of touched base over the weekend um, because it was on the news a lot that these that these fields were being disturbed by influencers, Instagrammers. Hundreds of people were going out daily and basically damaging the crop. It what what are we farming sunflowers for? I, I asked this to Sylvia last night. Do I sound stupid? Like, is it for sunflower seeds? Like, sunflower seed oil? Are these going in actual bouquets of flowers? Like, what is the deal with these with these fields? I need to know. You know, they were just kind of urging people to not come. So Sylvia and I checked in with each other, still want to be terrible humans and go out and destroy this field. Just kidding. We didn't destroy it. I barely even touched it. Um, so we decide that we're still going to go. Monday rolls around. I'm still in agony, but I'm like, I, I'll do anything for the gram. So um, someone comes over and does my makeup. And then I get in the car and I go pick up Sylvia and we head out. So we were actually going to go to Dixon because I know there's two separate fields. But we passed the Davis one and we're like, I mean, we're right here. We might as well just stop. When I tell you there is 
a little, probably a little over a mile worth of cars parked. I'm not exaggerating. I'll put up a picture where you can zoom in in the background and see the cars in the background. It's insane. Cars for miles, hella no trespassing signs, like tons. No one gives a fuck. I actually do feel really bad, but I was very careful. So we, we park the car, we get out. I'm wearing flip-flops because my stupid ass just thinks we're going to be able to walk right onto the field. Like we're going to be able to go from the car and just, you know, I don't, I don't go to, I'm not, I don't do nature. I don't go on fields. I'm not out here in those streets in Davis and Dixon farming, you know, I don't know. So I wear flip-flops, a pair of jean shorts and a, and a, uh, tank top. My hair is half up, half down because since I dyed it from red to black, the black has faded and now my extensions don't match my real hair. So I had to try to do some blending action. So we get out of the car. We're walking up, me and my flip-flops, Sylvia and her shoes, smart. There is like a trench, like a dirt trench. So you have to go down, get up over the hump and then get up the steep ass hill on the other side. And I, my palms are immediately sweating. I'm about to sweat all my makeup off. I'm freaking the F out. I'm like, how the hell am I going to get with my back? Like, how am I going to get down there? And I have weak ankles. I'm clumsy as hell. I do not like steep. I, 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 I start to panic at the thought of it. I used to do, um, this hike in Barrie, uh, you know, Lake Berryessa. I've done it probably like, I don't know, five or six times with different friends in my life. It's always been great. You know, you take the picture at the top, it shows the lake, everything's wonderful. Well, when Brett first moved here, I was trying to be all cute. I was like, you wanna go on a hike? So I take him to Berryessa thinking it's all good, but you know, me and Brett were like a year in, I was, I gained some weight. (laughs) Shit wasn't the same. I probably rolled my ankles 20 times between the time I had last been to Berryessa to this time that I took Brett. Um, I roll my ankles legit all the time. It's a problem. I think it's gonna be no big deal. So we are on this hike. We accidentally go like the easy way up, which means it's gonna be the hard, steep way down. I cried multiple times. I saw a rattlesnake took off running downhill. I, I, I could have, I mean, the things that could have happened to me, it's ridiculous. I was like, I'm never going on that hike again. Brett always begs me to go back, but I'm like, I, I mean, you, my, my, palm, my hands are wet right now just talking about it literally wet uh, you no way in hell i'll walk on the american river i'll walk around Folsom, old Folsom, over by chicago fire but there is no way you are going to catch this ass hiking some hella steep i'll go on a on a moderate no that's hard i'll go on a beginner's hike but anything else catch me outside how about that actually catch me inside. I'm looking at these trenches and I'm like, I'm such a bad climber. I mean, it, it probably, if I were standing in front of it, came up to like right below my boobs. That's how tall it is. And I'm like, Sylvia, what are we going to do? So we keep walking around and we find um, a, pl- a, like a like an area that has a wood plank. So she's a lot small. I'm like two of her. She starts to step on it and she's like, no, we can't climb across. So she walks her hands out on the plank, jumps down, and then kind of uses it to pull herself up on the other side. So I did the same thing, only way less graceful and attractive. So I get myself over to the other side. I like, you know, blow some air up into my face because I'm full blown sweating at this point. Um, because it was, I was my back, you know, it was just a combination of things. It's hot. It was still hot outside at this point too. It was like 7.30. So we get to the other side and I've never been in a sunflower sealed. Like, I don't know what's up. I see all these little like flying things everywhere. I don't even know what color they are. They might be green. They might've been white. The sunflowers and the stems are sticky as fuck. There's bees everywhere. Not to mention, like, I'm in the dirt. 
I don't know, if, I guess I thought these flowers grew on cement. I don't know what the hell I thought. I just did not think it through at all. There was negative thinking it through. When, after I got my makeup done, she was like, what's your, what are you gonna wear? And I was like, oh, I didn't really think about that. I had an hour to pick out an outfit. Like I was not, I was just planning on going out there, getting a couple cute pics, you know. I, I didn't I didn't think all of this through. I'm not an influencer. I don't just like have protocol for going out into like fields and taking pictures. <laughs> there's bees, everything's sticky. We have to find an area where there's flowers that even look halfway decent because the crop is like literally wilted hella bad. So we find an area, we start taking pictures, everything's going good, except for I'm terrible at taking pictures. I don't know how to like, I'm good at smiling, but you know, I gotta stick my chest out, gotta get my clavicle bones out there. That's how you take a good picture. Get your clavicle really popping out there on your chest, you know, arch your back, but I'm having problems even standing. So I can't get into any of my good poses. She's like, act natural, look off to the side. But when I look off to the side, I can't close my mouth. And when my lip hangs, like I just have this big ass bottom lip that's just, Hashtag no fillers. Um, I just have this big bottom lip that's like flopping around in the wind. Um, she says, blow me a kiss. And I'm like, Sylvia, stop. I don't know how to blow a kiss. In high school, everyone made fun of me. And for our Sadie Hawkins dance when I was a senior, all the girls got together and said, let's do a kissy face in the picture because Megan can't do one. And I literally look so stupid in this picture. I'll try to find it and post it. I don't know how to blow a kiss. So I do like a funny blow a kiss to Sylvia. It actually didn't turn out that bad. I guess I've perfected it over the years, but I'm just bad at posing. She's like, play with your hair, put your arms up. I have this big ass like watch tan from my iPhone or my, my iWatch. Anyways. We're posing, posing, posing. Um, I feel stupid. I always do whenever I take pictures. All my wedding pictures, you can tell I feel uncomfortable. Ugh, I just, I don't know how, how I can be this bad at taking pictures. It's different when it's just like out snapping a pic with your friends, but like taking multiple pictures in a row, it's hard. She's like, let's take a break and wait for the sun to go down and then we'll get some more pictures. So we sit and we talk for like 15 minutes. We don't, we just stand on the ledge like, Hashtag balance. I kind of have my eyeballs on this guy who's wearing like a pantsuit, is not out there to take pictures. He's on his phone. I'm like, is he calling for like the police or like the property owner? But then I'm like, Megan, just chill. Because if anyone comes out here, there's literally hundreds of people. It's like going to be one of those scenes out of a movie where, you know, security shows up and everyone disperses. And the one guy from, you know, 19th, the sheriff's office is chasing after everyone, but he can't, you know, his pants are falling and he's got a beer belly. Like you're all picturing it. Like that cliche scene. They're not going to catch us so I tried just to like put him out of sight out of mind finally the sun starts to go down and Sylvia's like okay let's get back in the in the in the flowers and shoot some more pictures so we're about a minute into this when I hear something and I look at Sylvia and she's not moving and then I see something right below me like I don't know a rat or a cat it was white it was big and it flew right past I, you guys I can't I just got the heaves Oh my God. So I scream and take off running. I hit, take a knee to the ground where I have to start climbing, lost a shoe, did not care. Now I'm running one, one foot barefoot in the dirt, trying to get over this dirt hump. I'm on the other side of it, but I still have to go up one more side. I'm, so I'm like, I'm in the trench, one shoe gone, skinned knee, dirt all over my leg. It, it, I thought I was going to die. Sylvia followed me because I freaked her out, but she thinks that a flower just fell behind me. She doesn't even think there was anything on the ground. So she's following me, but laughing hysterically. And I'm like, I don't fucks with nature. My heart was pumping. I didn't even want to get back in there. And now my feet are covered in, in dirt 
and there was water. So I stepped in some type of water. Maybe it was that animal's piss. God knows. I stepped in something, so it made it like muddy. I was a mess. I was like, oh, I really want to get some more pictures though. So I hop back over the trench. I don't hop. I crawl. And we finish off the pictures. And it's starting to get dark. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be out here in my bare feet with God knows what running all around these fields. So we walk over back to the wooden plank to get back over. And I... I almost feel like the more I move, the more my back loosens up. But I'm telling you, sometimes during the day, I can't even move enough to get to that point. But since, you know, I had really loosened up running away from that cat rat, um, <laughs> my back felt okay. So we, I get over the first hump. I'm in the trench. And I lean forward to put my hands on the on the wood to pull myself up. And I fucking can't do it. My back is killing me. And like I said, Sylvia's like, I'm two of her. So Sylvia is laughing again because I'm just stuck in this trench. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, leave me here. Save yourself. Just like that time at Folsom Lake where I couldn't pull myself back into the boat. Yeah, I really need to work on my like upper body slash ankle strength because it's all bad. So I'm like looking at her. I'm laughing. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I'm, I'm literally, I mean, I'm already dirty I'm covered in dirt I'm, I'm I'm just about to crawl like embarrassing in front of all these people I'm just about to crawl up this other side of of the dirt trench and just you know put it in put it out of sight out of mind I'm never gonna see these people again and then Sylvia reaches out her hand and I'm able to make it up the other side and we are just dying laughing like how could 30 minutes to an hour be so fucking eventful but seriously, I don't think I've ever had more fun in my life taking pictures. If I ever um, want to take more pictures, which obviously I do, I just need to work on my strike a pose. But um, I had so much fun with Sylvia. I'm so glad that I went with her. I've tagged her in the pictures that I put up. So make sure you give her photography page a follow. If you have an event coming up and you need a photographer, definitely reach out to her. She's amazing. I'm also going to put up on at what the Chuck on Instagram some of the outtakes from our little excursion. Well, not outtakes because they're beautiful pictures. Every single picture that she took and sent me is literally amazing I'm obsessed with it I love the tone I mean the lighting is just perfect but there are a few pictures that are going to paint a picture for you as to how this night went that's a picture of me stuck in the trench and if you zoom in you can see the line of cars that's parked to be in the sunflower field you could sunflower seed field what line of cars to go into the sunflower field yeah that's what it is is that what I said Oh God, I need to wrap this up. Um, and then there's also gonna be a picture of me doing the kissy face. You're gonna just get a clear vision for everything that I've talked about in the past 10 to 15 minutes. I don't know how long it's been because I gotta be honest with you. I've laid down on the floor multiple times and put my feet up in the air. So the girl at yoga, hot yoga at P2O, she told me that if I can get my, my butt as close to the wall as possible and then put my feet up in the air that it'll stretch my lower back. And let me tell you, I've had to, take a little break during this podcast hopefully the editing you won't be able to tell but I've had to take multiple breaks get down on the floor stretch my back and then struggle to get back up it's not a pretty picture thank god Brett loves me because nothing that I'm doing right now is attractive can't walk can't stand up I it's just trust me it's not pretty it's crazy because even though I literally did nothing all weekend long or what it feels like I just told all those stories and it feels like I had the most eventful weekend of life <laughs> oh god eventful full of embarrassment and shame <laughs> oh god what a mess update on the cough still there full force i'm gonna get one of those signs like when you go into a bar or restaurant megan's cough going since uh 2013 established <laughs>
glad I make myself laugh. I'll be there for you. Anything you want, no, I'm here for you, girl. Baby girl Lisa. Has anyone else been watching 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days? Usman and Lisa, baby girl Lisa. Speaking of my cough, her laugh sounds like my laugh and she's about 40 years older than me. It's like a cackle, like a smoker's laugh. I can only imagine what I'm gonna sound like by the time I'm her age. If you're not watching 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days, I know it's already been on the air, but that's the best way to watch it because you can binge every episode. It's on demand so you, can, you don't even have to deal with commercials or anything. It skips right ahead. I'll be there for you. Anything you want, I'll be here for you, girl. So he's, if you don't know, he's from Nigeria. She's from like Pennsylvania or something like that. She goes out to Nigeria to marry him or to yeah get his mom's blessing or I don't know, whatever. And he's a he's a super a celebrity in Nigeria. His name's Soldier Boy, which sounds familiar. And he writes the song for her. She's like 60, old, disgusting, ugly. He is 30, not disgusting normal well besides the fact that he's marrying her but he um he writes a song for her he calls her baby girl lisa and it, i'll be there for you anything you want i'll be here i don't i don't know the words but i was thinking like they play it so much in the series that i bet it's going to get popular here and wouldn't you know it i've been seeing it all over tiktok and i started following him on instagram and tons of girls like take videos of them singing it and send it to him hilarious you gotta watch it 90 days before the 90 days 90 day fiance before the 90 days the most recent season i think season four i was gonna get into this whole other story but i guess i'm gonna have to save it for next week's episode but i will end with this i have been watching insecure on hbo fourth of july weekend my friend amanda was here and she was like we were looking for a movie to watch and she was like do you watch insecure and i was like no i've always wanted to i see people tweet about it um brie tweets about it my friend angie i see you know amanda tweeting about it i've been meaning to watch it she's like okay let's watch it so we start watching it um i was having a really rough day that day what was going on that day? Oh, I brought my dad home from the hospital. I was having a really rough day that day. My head was just somewhere else. I was into it, but like after she left, it took me a couple days to get started back up again. So last week I started watching it again and now I've binged it in like three days. I have one more episode left. After I record this podcast, I'm gonna go downstairs and watch it. I really wanted to finish it before I did this podcast, but I also don't want it to end. You know, when like your show ends and and you're like, my friends, like I'm so invested in these characters. When I tell you it is the best show I've watched in a long time, I mean it. Even Brett has been watching it like when it's been on and he wants to start it over after I'm done. If, if, if Brett likes it, actually, that's not saying much. I don't know why I said that. Um, <laughs> but it's so good. It's funny. The soundtrack, uh, everything about it is just perfect. There's girl Kelly in it and she's fucking hilarious. So... Um, and one of the scenes, Maya's Case of the X comes on at the very end. What you gonna do? I don't need to sing it for you guys. You know what it sounds like. And I was like, yes, I used to love this song. So I downloaded it, saved it to a new folder in my Apple Music, a new playlist called Insecure. And that's what this week's playlist is going to be. It's going to be all songs that were on the series um, in big moments, in small moments. I'm going to make a playlist that is specifically about the show Insecure. Let me tell you. There... Let me tell you. Can someone count how many times I said that this episode? We should, I'm, you know what? Next episode, I'm going to tally it up. Every time I say it, I'm going to have to write it down. Um, it's so good. If I can recommend anything to you, they're quick episodes. They're not, none of them are over 40 minutes. It's on HBO. Good music, good acting, comedy, so relatable. 
please watch it. And like I said, the playlist that I'm making for this episode is going to be called Insecure. You'll find it on Apple Music and on Spotify. Each week, I do, if you're new, I do a playlist that goes along with the podcast. You can find me on either Apple Music or Spotify at Megan Rage. This week's playlist, again, is Insecure. Definitely start watching it. It's so worth it. Um, even if you got to subscribe to HBO, pull the trigger, do a, do a free trial, because I promise you, you will binge it um, in a week, in less than a week. Unless you have a job, then I don't know what your life is like. I bet you people that haven't watched 90 Day Fiance think that I'm crazy. Just like keeps, I'll be there for you. But once you hear that song once, you'll never, ever, ever forget it. Once again, please rate and review this podcast. It's super helpful. I noticed that last week after my Carol Baskin and when I was all fired up about that radio guy, listenership really went up. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for following. Share this podcast with a friend that you think might like it because maybe they'll like it and maybe they'll share it with a friend. That's how we're going to make this shit grow, people. Um, what the Chuck podcast on Instagram. Rate, review, subscribe. Look for this week's playlist, Insecure, on both Apple Music and Spotify. I am going to be downstairs icing my back for the next foreseeable future. Um, hopefully something snap, crackles, and pops back there before next week's episode because I don't know how much material I can come up with if I'm couch bound, okay? Okay, so let's just go over this one more time. Your to-do list for the week is to rate, review, follow this podcast, share it with a friend, download this week's playlist, which is titled Insecure on both Apple Music and Spotify, watch Insecure, watch 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days, and um, say a few prayers for me because if my back doesn't get better, I don't know what kind of material I'm gonna have for next week laying my ass on the couch not doing a damn thing but I will be back next week for episode eight obviously don't know what it's called yet but I do know there will be an episode eight and it'll be dedicated to those two dickwads who said I wouldn't make it past episode eight bye don't forget to rate review and follow us on instagram at what the chuck podcast